Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Thanks for listening to Growing in Grace. I am Mike Kapler. I've got Joel Brzezinski with me. And uh, Joel, uh, maybe what we ought to do is uh, help people get to know us a little bit better. You and I have been friends for years. Uh, we met through Christian Radio, and you and I are still involved in Christian Radio, what we call a CHR, Christian Music Station, a Christian hit station. And we've been doing it since 1994, and we're still doing it today at KWOF. We're based out of Waterloo in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And uh, that's a little bit about our background, but um, and we can talk more about radio and so forth, too. We've got some great stories to share, but I think we ought to start with our own stories this time, Joel. Um, you know, and I'm not even sure I've, I've heard your complete testimony. I know we want to keep it brief here because we only have a limited time, but how did you become a Christian? Well, Cap, I thought we were going to talk all day about this. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, I grew up in a Christian home. I was, you know, my parents showed me a lot of love over the years. I knew that I needed Jesus in my life, and I went through my teenage years, kind of like a lot of teenagers, I, doing a lot of the, quote, wrong things. I uh, went out and wasn't a, a great, big, huge troublemaker, but a lot of my friends were, and sometimes I was more guilty by association. Um, landed on the front uh, page of the newspaper in my small town a few times with some things we did. <laughs> but the fact that I was doing some things that I knew I shouldn't do for years, I just didn't even so to, uh, you know try this relationship with Christ thing. But eventually, I guess I, I I knew that there was something missing in my life. I knew that I knew that I wanted a relationship with God, but I thought I just could never ever live up to what. Jesus expected of me in my misunderstanding of the gospel. I was waiting for this brilliant day when, you know, the uh, stars above would shine and everything in my life would just poof, change, and I'd start, quote, living for God, and that never happened. And um, there were a few times when I thought it was going to happen, I would go for maybe a few hours or maybe a few days where I thought, this is it, I think I can start living for Jesus now, and then I'd fall back into the same things I was doing. I had no clue that it wasn't about me. You know, It wasn't about how well I can live this Christian life. And eventually I, I had a friend, and it's somebody you know, Cap, too, named Rob, who had over the years shared with me bits and pieces of the gospel, and I saw a peace in his life, and that's kind of, it was a peace that I wanted too. And I turned to him one day, drove by where he worked, went into where he worked and said, you know, man, I'm just, I'm just looking for Jesus. I just, you know, I need something. And that point in time, 13 years ago, my life did start to change. And I had kind of this, uh, well, I had this mentality that now I'm changing. I'm changing everything about my life. I stopped smoking and drinking, and I stopped doing all the things that I had done before. Now I was going to be this good person. That was my idea of being a Christian. And, you know, I, I lived like that for a few months, thinking I was just this wonderful, um, that, you know, that my life was now going to reflect all these wonderful things. But pretty soon I found myself falling into some of the things I had done before, and I just didn't know. I didn't know how to take it, didn't know what to do with all that. I thought, man... 
am I a Christian anymore? You know, I thought I was going to live up to this thing. And fortunately, you know, over the years I've learned uh, that it wasn't about that. You know, it's about God's grace, God's life in me, not about all the things that I can do. I think a lot of us were taught about uh, a so-called gospel of change, and change can be a good thing, but we're really not talking about a gospel of change, are we? We're talking about a gospel of exchange. And uh, I, I can imagine some pastors out there, Joel, who might think a gospel of change, that sounds like our offering bucket. Uh, more coins than dollar bills, you know. But, uh, you know, I, I know where you're coming from because I, I went through some of the same things. I got saved at a young age, uh, around the age of 10. My parents weren't born again. But uh, somebody did lead me uh, to the Lord in my bedroom. I can remember it like it was yesterday, even though it was decades ago, <laughs> without getting too specific. And um, I just felt like uh, something had taken place in my life. I had believed in God even at that young age. But when I asked Jesus Christ to be my Lord and Savior, when I called upon his name, I had something take place in my life. And, you know, the first thing that went through my mind was... My friends don't know about this. Uh, most of my friends on the block went to church and so forth, but I knew that they didn't know what I had just discovered, a personal um, encounter with, uh, the, with the Lord himself, with Jesus Christ. And so I went through some hills and valleys over the years. Um, I tried so hard sometimes and failed. Sometimes I, I just even almost threw in the towel uh, because I couldn't live up to at least what I thought the standard for the Christian was supposed to be. I could never quite ever get there. And eventually, uh, back in the mid-90s, Joel, about 10 years ago, I, I decided to, uh, well, I was getting frustrated, not with the Lord, uh, not with my belief in Him. That was rock solid. But I was getting frustrated with some of the, I guess, some of the things that I had been taught, even in evangelical circles, just weren't adding up. There seemed to be some contradictions and and I almost just felt like dropping out of the whole church thing altogether. Uh, I was even licensed. I was a licensed minister through a non-denominational uh, ministry. And I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I let that. Uh, I let that. Uh, uh, I let that license expire. I didn't renew it. That's how frustrated I was with religiosity and, and churchianity and all of that. You know, all those catchphrases. But all of a sudden, I began to come into this message of grace. Um, that we're going to be talking more about it, and I'm sure many of our listeners are familiar with. And we won't go into all the details of that right now. But my life began to change, and I began to realize that I couldn't make God love me more. I couldn't make him love me less. This was not dependent upon me. It was dependent upon him. If this covenant um, is dependent upon our ability to, to live right, then we're all doomed. And once I began to understand the unconditional love, that God had for me. I mean, I knew God was love and all of that. I'd heard it for years. But once I really began to, to get a, a deeper revelation of it and to gain a greater understanding, it began to, it just changed my life, as you know, Joel, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to that. All right, so um, was, was there a, maybe a specific point in time when the lights kind of went on, or was it kind of a, a gradual uh, you know, revelation that was revealed to you over a period of time? That's a good question. I have to think about that for a second because I, I think I had come to the conclusion that some things were just not adding up, um, and I couldn't quite figure out what they were um, in, in regards to some of the doctrine that most of us are taught, and uh, at least to, I know there's lots of different doctrines out there, but a lot of us in evangelical circles are, are taught some of the basics, and any, even some of those 
uh, weren't making sense to me. Um, and so I, I think I, I had heard some teaching uh, from a pulpit locally from a pastor who had also come into the Grace Walk message, and, and they were changing their, their uh, message that they were preaching in their church kind of gradually but fairly dramatically to the point where it was causing some people to leave. They didn't like it. Yeah, and I, I guess I... Uh, uh, that's where it started. I, I knew something wasn't just measuring up. I, I heard a message that clicked. And then I, I guess you might say I, I gradually began to grow and understand uh, a little bit more about what the gospel really was, which is what we talked about a little bit last week. The gospel is really uh, the righteousness of God revealed through Jesus Christ and the fact that righteousness is a gift that uh, has been given to us through that finished work. I think I remember you telling me one time that uh, when you had uh, been invited to this church, I, I think uh, you had told me someone invited you there, and when you went to visit, okay, it sounded like to you there was some grace seminar going on, or maybe it was a message about grace. And then you went again the next week, oh, it must be a continuation of this grace message. And then week after week, wow, you know, it must you know, your thinking was that at first was that it was some sort of grace seminar, yeah, you're, you're kind of right, Joel. Um, I, because most pastors, and there's nothing wrong with this, uh, most pastors teach, you know, uh, certain, uh, themes or, or subjects or lessons, if you will, certain studies that will go for anywhere from a week to a month or two, I suppose. And so I thought that this pastor was talking about a subject for a couple of weeks that was really good and then he was going to move on to something else but basically even though the message varied a little bit from subject to subject it still stayed on that same message of the grace of the gospel and and the righteousness of God um, that we have become in Christ and and it just uh, it blew my mind and and I had realized I knew this pastor and I knew that he had gone through a change as well uh, you know uh, a change in between the ears which translated into a lot of other changes uh, a different kind of change than what we were talking about a few minutes ago. Right, exactly. Not just based on uh, what you do or your good or bad works. Not that kind of change, but a, a change of mind that 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 can translate into, into some great changes in your life too. That's right. And this, you know, this uh, this you know, grace walk. I mean, walking in grace is a is a continual learning process for all of us. That's kind of what I like about the growing in grace. Um, concept is that it's it's something that we you know maybe there's a time when some lights go on but really it's a lifetime of learning about the love of the father and his life in us and and how we've become a partaker uh in the inheritance of the saints as as paul said in colossians you know we've be, we've our identity has changed and it takes us uh a long time for some people, including myself, to, to really grasp that in a lifetime of learning about it. I do want to remind uh, our listeners that the, the Grace Walk online community is a wonderful place uh, to kind of share your thoughts about uh, God's grace working in your life, and you can also find information about our program on there, the Grace, Line online community, uh, the Grace Walk online community at gracewalk.org. You can find the link to our radio station's website as well, kwof.com. Yeah, in fact, you can listen online if you really want to hear us in action, uh, playing all those great Christian hits, as we call them. We, uh, the, the, uh, I guess our slogan at the radio station is, is today's Christian hits, and Joel is usually on in the evenings, central time, from like 7 to 11. 
and I'm on uh, in the morning. We have a morning show, but uh, feel free to tune in at kwof.com and and uh, hopefully you'll get a chance to get to know us a little bit better, not only through these teachings, but hopefully you'll get to see our heart uh, if you get a chance to listen to our broadcast on radio as well. Uh, Joel, as we get ready to wrap up Growing in Grace uh, for this week, I was looking through Titus uh, chapter 3, uh, verse 5. Well, let's start with verse 4. But when the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. That's the new King James that I was reading from. But uh, that ju- that's just a reminder that the, the righteousness that we have in Christ, thank God, is not based on our own merit, but on what Jesus himself has already provided for us. And that's exciting news because now I know I can go out there and live freely in him without always worrying and wondering if I'm doing it good enough. That's right. We are accepted in the Beloved purely by God's goodness and by his grace. And it's a wonderful revelation to live in as we continue to to grow in grace on a day-by-day basis and to to walk in the Spirit, to walk uh, that abiding life in Christ. I'm Mike Kapler, along with Joel Brzezinski. Thanks for listening to Growing in Grace. Be sure to listen again next week. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.